1: Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice.
1: God damn, uh, Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's so only they had to do, one
0: little kick, and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me.
1: <laughs>
0: bet with your head.
1: No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. Us weekend warriors, we gotta stick together. We bet football. We're not betting World Series. We're not betting basketball. We bet football. Welcome to the juice. Super excited to be here coming off of a, of an okay week. Not, not terrible. A winning week. What's what we want. We want to be winners. We're, we're trying to win one week at a time. We'll get into some results here in just one second, but I do want to take a minute to remind you that I also host a show here on the player profiler network. That's actually a simulcast. That's our show. That's the dynasty war zone. We've been doing this for like over five years, me and my co host Jerry. Uh, That uploads on Thursdays here on the Player Profiler YouTube channel, and it uploads on Friday, excuse me, on um, Thursday mornings, excuse me, podcast, Thursday morning, uh, 6 a.m. ish Eastern Standard Time for most people, most. It's there for you as you're driving to work. But we also have our own channel. So when you're watching on YouTube, like if you're watching right now, I'm waving at you. Thank you for watching. When you get done, go over to the Dynasty Warzone and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And then, if you're listening to this on a podcast on Saturday, hit pause, go over and listen to the Dynasty Warzone. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to both channels. It goes a tremendous way toward helping me out. So, going to start getting into the review real quick. One thing as as I'm starting to get into is is how how do I get down on Thursday night games? Now, I didn't want to use. Kansas City as my my survivor pick this week. It would have been a good survivor pick. They obviously won. They, They won the game, I want to say easily, but it was not super close. And I've got to figure out a way to potentially use some of those Thursday games. Also, speaking of Thursday games, when we get to that Thanksgiving week, I'll do a double episode of the juice. I'll do a Thursday Thanksgiving preview edition, and then I'll do a regular Friday edition. Speaking of Friday editions, next Friday, they will, there will not be a juice, but don't worry. I'll be here next Saturday. Next Friday, I'll be traveling back from fall break with my family. So not going to miss a show, not going to not do the juice. Are you kidding me? It's the NFL season. We'll get back late Friday night. And if there's time, we get back early enough. That's not too late, if, if that makes sense then I'll go ahead and record Friday night. But it will be a podcast immediately on Saturday. So you'll have it. It may be eight to ten hours later than you normally get it. But I promise you, you will have the juice next week. We've been on a roll. We're getting ready to jump into Survivor stuff. But uh, I want to talk about another show here on Player Profiler, The Game Plan. That's with Maddie Kiwoom. Now back in May, and I want to think it was sometime right around Memorial Day, give or take a week. And I jumped on with Maddie, and it was one of my favorite guest appearances I've ever done on any podcast in over like five or six years of doing this. Maddie is a tremendous host. We we blended some business concepts along with fantasy football. Maybe I'll do that with uh, some gambling concepts here in the not-too-distant future. But make sure if you're listening to this on the Player Profiler YouTube or podcast channel, man, when you see the game plan with Maddie Kiwoom, or just anything with Maddie Kiwoom. He does like 92 shows. They're all good. They're all worth listening to. And uh, Maddie and his guests are tremendous. So I'm going to jump into Survivor, but uh, let's pay the bills real quick. Let's get a quick word from our friends at Betel.
0: Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on Betel. That's the beauty of this platform. This new battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team, and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll, and you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Betel is revolutionizing fantasy football. And with Code Underworld, you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10. So even if you deposit 20 you get $50. Think about that. So go to battle.com, The code is Underworld. Betel.com. The code is Underworld. Or click a link in the description. It's fun to be right.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
0: quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience
1: that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There you go. You can, you can challenge me. You can challenge Theo. You can challenge random average player on on, uh, on Twitter. As long as they've got a fantasy lineup, you can get on battle. Code word, Underworld. All right, let's get into Survivor. We continue to survive and up until I started doing my research for the show, I did not realize that so many people got the boot last week. Uh, the biggest circa the biggest survivor contest in the world is circa. Circa millions, it's actually millions is a is a point spread contest, but circa survivor, the circa hotel and casino in Las Vegas, the biggest survivor NFL pool in the world. They've got like an eight million dollar first place. They had At one time, like well over 9,000 entries, and they absolutely uh, got crazy this week. And so I'm going to pull up a graphic if you're watching live on YouTube. You can see this right here. Last week, the Commanders on Thursday Night Football cost 412 entrants, their entry, in Circuit Survivor. The Ravens were 58, and then you can see here on the graphic, it's not a huge graphic, but you can see here on the graphic, The number of people that did not make it, that did not survive, and for us personally, week one, I'm I'm always going to do a recap. As long as my survivor ticket's active, I'm always going to do a recap. Washington tried to kill us. That was week one. The Giants almost killed us in week two. The Seahawks kept the sweat to a minimum. The Niners were never in doubt. And then last week, the Lions, kind of the same thing. The, The the Lions were. Pretty much a no-brainer, seemed like it was an easy game going forward. But remember, the point of Survivor is to survive. It's just just in the in in the title. And or it's last long enough to see some real equity. And I always bring up the equity holding in these things because at any point, like the one that I'm in, I paid a hundred bucks. I could cash out like right now for like four something, five something. I'm not. I, I would like to at least get a 10x my money. I mean, I would like to win life-changing money, but it's not life-changing money. It's good money, it, it, nice vacation, whatever money, but it's not like go buy a Lambo or something money. But the, the the circa millions, you you certainly could. So in circa, again, they started with 9,267. So think about that. Week one, that was only five games ago. Five weeks ago, they were at nine thousand. 267 entrants. They are currently down to 1,836. Now that's after losing 574 last week. Again, the Commanders and the Ravens, they were the biggest reason. They really hurt people last week. Um, Didn't hurt us. Again, we had the Lions. And I want to give a shout out to Ruby. Ruby is one of the Twitter followers. He follows me on Twitter, or maybe it's she, it's, it's Ruby. Could be like Jack Ruby. Or it could be like Ruby Sue. I don't know. Don't really care. Uh, I love I love all of our listeners and, and supporters, but got a DM on Saturday. It's like, hey, Amon Ross St. Brown's out. Gibbs is out. Are you still rolling Detroit? My answer was yes. Yes, I am still rolling Detroit because I thought Detroit's matchup was spectacular. So um, shout out to Ruby. So back to Circa Millions, you know, they went from 9,000 to... 67 down to 1836. And remember, everybody paid a grant, thousand bucks to enter. So they're down to 1836, $8 million prize pool for first. That means currently all of those 1,836 entries are worth $4,357. They jumped by almost a grand per entry remaining this week after last week, so again, this is this is why you play Survivor. This is why next year, if you're new to listening to gambling podcast, you can do these in Vegas. You can get a proxy service if you don't know what it is, Google it. But you can do these from your home, depending on what state you're living in. Again, I live in Indiana. We've had legalized gambling for a few years. I, I'm doing one through DraftKings, but you can do these. This is the fun of them, and then they have like you know a website's called MatchBook. And you can go on there, and you can sell bets. You can make bets. You can sell bets. Don't know how it's legal. I'm sure it's offshore, but that's where you could potentially sell something like this to someone. You know, and if you were able to sell your thousand dollar entry for four grand, you made three grand. Move on down the road. Again, not life changing money. Nice vacation money, but uh, that's how Survivor works. Uh, looking at this week's options. This week's options. I really have four. Um, you got Buffalo hosting the Giants without Danny Dimes. You have the Rams hosting Arizona. You have Miami hosting the Panthers and Philly hosting the Jets. Now, some people might have some others. Those are the four that I'm looking at. I'm looking at those four right there, and uh, here, here, here's how I break these four games down. For me, Buffalo is the safest play of the week. You're going to get angry, pissed off, coming off of a bad loss, to a bad Jacksonville team. I don't know they're not bad. They're, they're, they're okay. They won their division last year, so whatever. Uh, a, a, an above-average Jacksonville team, I think Buffalo's going to be pissed. I think Buffalo's going to be pissed, and I think the Giants are just going to get pummeled. I think you're going to see Tyrod Taylor running for his life. The Giants don't have any weapons. So I think the Bills are the safest option this week. The Rams, The Rams are the ballsiest play of the week but Sean McVay has typically owned the Cardinals and, and the Cardinals are still feisty. They're not ready to give up on the season yet. The life's not been beat out of them, but they are without James Connor. And I don't know if now is the time to use the Rams. I think I'm going to want to use the Rams in week 12. They play the Cardinals again. Now it'll be in Arizona, but the week 12 in the contest that I'm in and in like circa circa survivor in week 12 and in week 16, you have to make a dual entry. So I'm going to try to hold on to the cards. I'm not going to use them. And then the, the 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 fourth horseman of the Survivor Apocalypse this week is Miami. And again, Miami is a team that I want to save. Uh, they have three more games that I really, really like. But to me, if you're looking for the safest play, Miami is the second safest play on the board. So I like the Rams. It's ballsy. I like the Bills. That, that's my safest. I like Miami, but I'm going Philly over the Jets. Because my question is, is how did the Jets or in what, what what is the only way the Jets can move the ball? The run. And you know who's one of, if not the best rush defense in all the league? The Philadelphia Eagles. The weather's not going to be as bad in New York, at least if you go to NFLweather.com. If you just search NFL weather, you'll find it. You go to NFLweather.com, you'll see that the weather's not going to be great. And if you're the Eagles or anybody, I, I love Brees Hall, and there's always more than a high likelihood that he could pop one to the outside when you ultra-stuff the box with seven, eight defenders. You know, he gets to the outside edge, he could be gone. He did it last week, but I just don't know how they do it. Uh, the, the Eagles, I, I think they'll want to get up. They'll they'll run the ball late. They won't get fancy. They've got Miami next week. But I am going uh, – this is – a. You know, I, I don't. I just don't see the Jets winning two in a row. Even though the game is in New York, I'm going Philly over the Jets for my Survivor pick. But I gave you four pick wisely as we go into as we go into the uh, the, the the Survivor week. All right, let me move on to our pick'em pool. Now, last week was a was a better week. You you couldn't do much worse than one and four the previous week, but I went two two and one. Uh, a little bummed. I, I I thought I had a really good read on last week. Uh, my first W, I had Bengals at the Cardinals. I had the Bengals laying three on the road at the Cardinals. That was a W. Uh, I don't want to say Joe Burrow's back, but, man, looked really good, looked really good in camp this week. I had the Colts at home plus two. I even said this in the show. I said this was a wrong team favorite. I thought the Colts were the better team, and I like the Colts at home. The one the 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 team that I've got to get a better handle on personally is the Packers. I had the Packers plus one at the Raiders, and in spite of Josh McDaniels doing everything in his power to lose this game for the Raiders or at least give the Packers a chance to tie, I've got to get a better read on the Packers and and the Raiders. You know they, they 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 haven't looked bad. They've not given up a ton of points this year. I'd like to see the offense get going at some point. The Bills. I thought the Bills would go to to London and wax the Jaguars but the Jaguars stayed there for for the the full week they didn't go home they they played the, the Falcons they they stayed in London they played the bills their body clock was in a much better shape I, I saw the very first drive of the game where the Jags scored and I was like I went from laying five and a half to laying 12 and a half about five minutes in I'm in, I'm in trouble and then I had one tie my one tie was the Texans at the Falcons. Now, at first I was a little nervous, and and kudos to C.J. Stroud. He managed to march the ball down the field and took the game-leading score, put them up by one. But, you know, the Falcons at home, they I think they did the same thing to the Packers, if I remember correctly, although I won that one by the hook, the Packers at the Falcons. This one, I had no hook. I had the straight two. The Falcons go down, get in field goal position, kick the field goal, get a tie. So that's my first tie uh, of the season. Um I went, no, I'm sorry, it's my second tie. I am now for the season, I am 11, 12, and two. So 11 wins, 12 losses, and two. Uh, I'm right in the middle in, in my pick and pool. I am not exactly setting the world on fire, but I need to get back to having another 4-1 week. Maybe this could be the week. All right, got my personal contest pulled up. You can see it right here. Uh, you can see that I'm playing at pregame.com. If you like gambling podcasts, it's a free shout out to those guys, RJ Bell and the entire crew. Wonderful gambling podcast. When they do football, like I said, that other people do gamble on other sports besides football. I am not those people. All right, first game I'm going back to the the Colts. Uh, I do like the fact that the Jags did stay in London for a full week, but now they've got to come back and they've got to get their body clock right back here to Eastern Standard Time. And I think the Colts will look good and they've got Gardner Minshew. The one thing that it, it's difficult to do on the Jags right now is run the ball. Their rushing defense is playing considerably better than their passing defense. And and what does Gardner Minshew bring that That Anthony Richardson's not bringing at a high level yet, can he? Sure, but passing. Gardner Minshew's going to be able to to spread the ball around, and the Colts were winning this game going into the fourth quarter last time. The Jags got a couple of touchdowns late, end up making the score look a little bit lopsided. Uh, I know the Colts have had a bad run down in Jacksonville. It's something like 9 or 10 straight with a loss, but I really like the Colts here in this spot, and... Let's go to the the Saints. The Saints are at home. They are hosting the Texas, the Houston Texas. I started to say Texas Rangers. That's the Worlds. That's the uh, American League Championship Series in baseball. But the Saints are hosting the Texans, and the Saints are laying a point and a half. For me, this is all about the Saints' defense. The Saints' defense is really good against the pass, and the run for the Texans has not been good this year. Damian Pierce, if you have him in fantasy, you have him in dynasty, you know he's not been good. And they've not been able to establish the running game in Houston, whether it be Pierce or Devin Singletary or whomever, just not really running the ball. And for all of the things that are not going great for the New Orleans offense, their defense is really, really good. And I don't want to put too much stock into them whooping up on Mac Jones and the Patriots last week. But this is a team that they held the the Packers to under 20. They, like under, like 11 games in a row, going back to last year, they haven't allowed more than 20 points. Really good defense. I like C.J. Stroud, but going the Saints, laying the point and a half. 49ers going to Cleveland. Now, I'm laying nine and a half. If this was 10 or 10 and a half, I'm not touching it for my contest. But I'm going to lay the nine and a half because of, No Deshaun Watson. You could have got this number. I think the opening line was like three, three and a half when the assumption was that coming off the bye, Watson was going to return. Looks like he's not going to return and and could not return for several weeks as I saw the report today. So that's a little concerning. I've been a big Deshaun Watson guy in fantasy, especially Dynasty, but I don't know that the 49ers hang a Dallas-esque beating on them where they scored 42 points but I think they can score like 24 this won't be a high scoring game Cleveland's defense is actually really really good and if you look at a lot of the defensive metrics they're at the top and part of that is because they're really really good but part of it also is you got to be you know you got to understand they've had their buy so you know total yardage receptions rushes things like that they're going to be really good because they've already had the break and they're really good but I see this game being something like 24-3, 27-10. I think the 49ers just absolutely boat race them without Deshaun Watson. And uh, for that reason, I'm I'm laying a number that I don't love laying. But 49ers, minus 9.5. Lions, on the road, I'm going to lay three. Again, same thing. If this was 3.5, this wouldn't be in my contest. I'm going to lay the three. A lot of the sharps, a lot of the wise guys out there, they love the Lions this week. Excuse me, that they love the the Buccaneers this week. Buccaneers coming off of the bye. I I just all the things that matter to me, I'm getting pretty much the best of. Do I like Dan Campbell better than Todd Bowles? Yes. Do I like the offensive line for the? Lions better than the offensive line for the Buccaneers? Yes. Do I like Jared Goff more than I like Baker? Yes. Defensive line? I really like Aiden Hutchinson. I could see where with Vita Vea and that group, you you could like Tampa Bay, but in 3 of the 4 areas that really matter to me, the Lions have the clear advantage. Um I know I've I've heard the 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 splits between Jared Goff at home in a dome and Jared Goff on the road. But for me, this is more about the Detroit defense. The Detroit Lions in general are top five in DVOA, if you know what that is, DVOA in both offense and defense. So it's a road game. Weather's not going to be bad. Give me the Lions. They're also getting Ross, saint Brown back. They're not getting Jameer Gibbs back. But I I like the Lions on the road. Uh, Final game, Chargers at home getting two and a half From the Dallas Cowboys, this is my wrong team favorite. I'm not here to pile on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Got a lot of good friends that are Dallas Cowboys fans. I think without, you know, uh, Diggs, Trayvon Diggs at at the cornerback position, and they just lost Leighton Vander Esch, this defense is not going to be the same. And if there's anybody in the world that's going to know how to attack this Dallas defense, it should be Kellen Moore. He was the offensive coordinator. He was on the staff there for many years in Dallas. Now he's the OC. Austin Eckler's come out and said he's playing in this game. I just – it's a copycat league. Monkey see, monkey do, right? And I, I think they, they they try to emulate a lot of what the 49ers did last week, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I've got him at home. And I'll take the team coming off the bye. Injury report should be clean. I'm going to take the LA Chargers Monday night football. So a quick recap of the Pick's. I am going Colts plus four at Jacksonville. Saints minus one and a half at home against the Texans. Niners laying nine and a half. Big number laying nine and a half on the road at Cleveland. Lions laying three on the road at Tampa Bay. And then finally, I'm going to take the Chargers plus two and a half at home Monday night football. And let's get into some player props. But if you're looking for a spot to play some player props, a good spot might be underdog. It has been two years since
0: Josh Larkey
1: paved the way
0: for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at a slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout you also look for a shit show game three four five six guys in one game that's right you can do it you can do it and you can 100x your payout on underdog think about week one jets bills was a shit show did we see the aaron Rodgers injury coming no but we knew the jets have a good defense we knew the bills have a good defense why not expect the worst and the worst is what we got so if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. you can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson more than, Madison less than, but also Swift more than. Boom, boom, boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pick'ems, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in $100, underdog matches that deposit up to $100 with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking.
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June
0: 4th, only on Hulu.
1: Yeah, go pick something beside your nose. Go do some pick'ems at Underdog. I, I will say this. When, when he mentioned in that commercial correlation, correlation matters. Think about it this week as the general public, and I've got overs for you this week. I, I do, I, I do have some overs, but the weather in a lot of these games again, great gambling resource, weather. I'm sorry, NFLweather.com. NFLweather.com. It pulls it up. It's got like everything that you need to know. Precipitation in and of itself is not a, a huge driver of unders, but wind is. And, and the wind number you're looking at is 15 miles an hour. When you go to NFLweather.com, you'll, set, you'll see the minute the wind gets over 15 miles an hour, it goes from black to red. So wind impacts totals more than rain, but rain and wind together, like you're going to see in Cleveland, going to make for some ugly football. So if you normally take a lot of overs, might be a good week to consider being an undertaker. Last week went two and one. Kind of took a bad beat. I'll I'll get into that in a second. But two and one moves me to eight and eight on the season, which is great. I had a a rough first two weeks of the season. Been going two and one pretty consistently over the last several. And last week I had Brees Hall over 1.5 catches. I know that number moved. If you ended up getting it at two and a half, it's still cashed. He actually had the two catches, he had three on the game, but he had the two on like the first drive. So that was a no-sweat bet. That was a quick, easy cash. Uh, Ryan Tannehill over 214 and a half passing yards. Again, easy. He finished in the 250 range. Wasn't much of a sweat there. And again, that, that game went very much as I predicted. It Indy is very strong in the front seven, kind of loose in the in the back four. We saw this with the in the in the Texans game. We, we've seen it many times. We saw it in the Rams game. So I I like that one a lot. And then the bad beat, the ugly L, the shit happens. The one that makes you go, stupid, the fucking game. Sometimes it's a stupid game. And it's, it was Hayden Hurst over 21 and a half receiving yards. That was the L, but it was an ugly L because why he finished with 21 tells you how sometimes, you know, if you're setting a fantasy lineup and you can't get, you know, at DWZ Memphis on X Twitter whatever you you can't get me or like you're, you're you're asking around and no one answers your question, go see if there's a gambling prop on your fantasy player, because Vegas is pretty sharp, and sometimes you, you you got to you know use that as a barometer. But that was my ugly L. I, I went two and one could have went three and zero oh, got half yarded, um, which was a bummer because it, it went exactly like I thought it was gonna go. Hayden Hurst had three receptions in the third quarter. They were down a huge amount, and I'm like, okay, this, this should be an easy cash. It's like, at any point, just get him another ball, just, just and nothing. Nothing happened. Kind of a bummer. Detroit was a great matchup last week. But uh, let's get into uh, this week's picks. If you're watching with me live on YouTube, and you should, just subscribe. That way you can see the betting tickets. Right here, you're looking at the Niners going to Cleveland. Um I, I would be looking over now. I'm looking receptions, and I am going George Kittle over two and a half receptions. Now you got to lay a bunch of juice, but remember, only winners pay the juice. But if you want to win like a full unit, like if you wanted to win, you know, ten bucks or hundred bucks, do your own math. You you've got to bet almost two hundred to win a hundred, but I like this number. George Kittle has won over three receptions in every game this year, but one and Cleveland, although it's a very tough matchup, um, the wind is going to be a factor. You're gonna see passes closer to the line of scrimmage. You're gonna see him you know chip on a block or you know and then you know get out. I, I just really think this is a game that the weather, the situation, the defense they're playing. Cleveland's not a, a tremendous or an easy matchup for the tight end. This is more about the number. I don't like the matchup. I, I, whatever. I like the number. I like two and a half. It's the same thing I did last week with the Brees Hall prop. I, I, I don't want to lay uh, too much, but I'm going to pull that ticket back up real quick. A um, couple of other things that, that, that I like over here. Um, you, you kind of see some of the other ones. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones over two. I mean, maybe uh, I think Jerome Ford over two and a half could, could be sneaky. Uh, but, that's what you're looking for, when it's windy, bad weather, short, close to the line of scrimmage. You're gonna have P.J. Walker. You could do some research into his, you know, passing and checkdowns to to running backs. But for me, I'm gonna go George Kittle. It looks like the connection with Purdy is re, rekindling, and and I'm gonna roll that one there. Uh My next one is gonna be Brees Hall over two and a half receptions. So I'm taking Kittle over two and a half receptions, Brees Hall over two and a half receptions, except in this case, I'm getting the juice on my side. I'm getting plus 120. This is a number Brees Hall has has had two weeks in a row. And this is the one area that Philly is not great against the running back. They're they're not tremendous in the passing game against the running back. And when you're behind and you're doing those little dink and dunk checkdowns, This is a number that I think Brees Hall can get to pretty easily. Robert Sala said last year, hey, we're taking the reins off this guy. We're going to let him run. We're going to let him do big stuff. And I I really like that number with him this week. So I'm going Brees Hall over two and a half plus $1.20. Final prop. My final prop of the week is going to be Chuba Hubbard over 44 and a half rushing yards. Now, it came out today. It came out on Friday, At the same time. Uh, this prop is still good. This prop was good as of 9 30 p.m. Eastern. I double check before I bring him on to the show. I don't want to potentially give you guys bad numbers. Chuba Hubbard over 44 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Miami's given up the 11th most rushing yards on the season, which kind of seems odd. You figure a team that's usually that far ahead of their opponents forces teams to pass a little bit, but. I, I could just see them wanting to establish the run very early. The weird thing is, is that Frank Reich refuses to steer into what Carolina was doing well at the end of the year last year. It When healthy, they've got a pretty good offensive line for run blocking. Frank just doesn't seem very concerned with trying that. But I think Chuba, I think this is a good number. Weather shouldn't be too bad in Miami, and, and Chuba's got the, the capability of, of breaking one. Plus, no Miles Sanders. I mentioned that before. Miles Sanders season to date his his rush totals have went something like 18 attempts, 14 attempts, 9, 13 and 7. If you give a guy like Chuba that many that many touches, not only could he become more involved in this offense going forward, but I I think he could establish himself as a 50-50 split. So I think he, and I think he's in a contract year if memory serves me correctly. So motivated guy, motivated team. I don't know that that's how you keep up with Miami if you get behind early. But this is again, this is playing the number. This is playing the situation. Chuba over 44.5. and a half. So let's recap those props. I'll get you guys the hell out of here. Uh Chuba Hubbard over 44.5 and a half rush yards, I'll lay a dollar 15 on both sides. So if you want to fade me, you can go under 44 and a half, you lay the same buck 15. George Kittle over two and a half receptions. You got to lay a lot of juice. You got to lay a buck 75, but um, again, I'll take bets that are very winnable. I don't know that I'd be on it at three and a half, but at four and a half, I'll lay the juice. George Kittle over two and a half and final prop. Brees Hall also over two and a half receptions, playing the team, playing the matchup, playing the number and the trend. The trend is, is that Brees has done this two weeks in a row and his usage is going up. So, there you go. That is the juice for week six. Holy cow! Where the hell is our football season went? Remember, I may or may not be here next Friday, but no matter what, I will be here next Saturday. So if it's delayed today, I apologize, but I'll I'll get it out to you as soon as possible. And that's just due to me traveling. Uh, make sure you tune in to the Thursday edition of the Dynasty Warzone. I will be out. I can't promise you that it'll be the best dynasty podcast that you've ever listened to, but I can promise you that it's probably going to be a shit show because Jerry is hosting producer. Kevin is coming from out behind the producer's glass. He's going to help Jerry co-host the show. And I speaking of gambling, I'm going to go enjoy Las Vegas and then Zion with my family and uh, going to enjoy fall break. So you guys have a great week six. I hope you win some money and uh, I'll catch you later. So,
0: get the show think we's a little Ooze? no we sing the juice when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning
1: and losing we won a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.